Hello, and welcome to Connect, Collaborate, Champion, the podcast of the New American Colleges and Universities, a network of private campuses working to educate students for the public good. Our podcast speaks with insightful experts about current and future issues in higher education and examines the impact of higher ed on society. Thank you for joining us. High school students can often select honors as an option for a particular class, say, honors English or honors trigonometry. But at the university level, a student will enroll in an honors program, or in some cases, an honors college. Today, we're joined by Dr. Forrest Klingerman, director of the honors program at Ohio Northern University, and Haley Brown, an honors student also at Ohio Northern University. Together, we talk about college honors programs, including the benefits and experiences they offer, and who should and who shouldn't consider enrolling in them. Welcome to the NACU podcast. Before we get into our discussion on honors programs, I would love to just have you introduce yourselves. Forrest, can you go first? Yes. Hi, my name is Forrest Klingerman. I'm a professor of religion and philosophy here at Ohio Northern. I'm also the director of the honors program here. I've been the honors director for about four years. ONU is a small university. We're related to the United Methodist Church. We're about 3,000 students, and we're in rural Ohio in Ada. And your mascot is the polar bear. Right, It is. And a large <laughs> part of our campus is called the Tundra. And so oh. right about now, we're, we're, and it definitely feels like the Tundra. <laughs> and Haley, how about you? Hi, my name is Haley Brown, and I'm a second year pharmacy student here at Ohio Northern. And with that, I am the admissions coordinator in our honors program. That's very interesting. I am glad you are both joining us today. Let's start with a basic overview. And Forrest, maybe you can start what exactly is an honors program? Well, that's a great question. Depends on what school, what university you're you're looking at. Honors programs come in lots of different flavors, and they do lots of different things. The thing that I think puts all honors programs together is it's an attempt to give students the opportunity to, to create their own education. Sometimes that means working with classes in the general education or on the breadth of education. Other times... An honors program really focuses on the depth of education, perhaps giving research opportunities or giving opportunities to really further explore the major. Some honors programs also have uh, service requirements or service leadership. And of course, a lot of honors programs also really help with interdisciplinary thinking or multidisciplinary problems. So depending on where you look, there can be different emphases, but all of them really focus on giving students that opportunity to build their education, to really deepen their education. So a lot of honor students are intellectually curious. They're self-motivated. They've had success in academic endeavors before they get to college. And this is an obvious, logical next step for them. Before we dig into the ONU honors program more, can you tell me what the difference is between an honors program and an honors college? Yeah. So a lot of bigger universities, a lot of state universities, flagships, uh, or other really large places might have an honors college. Smaller places like Ohio Northern have honors programs. The difference is really a difference of degree. They do a lot of the same things, but honors programs are oftentimes more integrated into other elements of the campus, whereas an honors college might be a little bit more separated and have a little bit more distinct infrastructure. 
Now, in terms of the program at Ohio Northern, can you tell me a little bit about like any required courses that the students might all have to take? So our program set up so that part of it is in the general education and part of it's in the major. The part that's in the general education requirement is that the, all students have to take three honor seminars. Seminars, honor seminars are really interesting classes uh, because they're an opportunity for other honor students to kind of get together and uh, and you're given the opportunity to have a class of, they're, they're a little bit smaller than other normal classes. Uh, and it's a way of giving students that are usually very, very self-motivated and engaged having a student-directed class, a discussion-oriented seminar, uh, and go into uh, some topics that uh, hopefully they can find some interest or, or curiosity about. Our students take three seminars. There's no specific, um, you know, you have to take this or you have to take that. They have to take three seminars. Uh, and then in addition to that, they have to do some work in their major where they're doing um, outside the classroom projects related to classes that they're currently taking. So those honors projects are, you know, in a 3,000 or 4,000 level class, they're doing some additional work above and beyond what the other students are doing. And uh, they have to do that for two different classes, as well as with their capstone. That becomes a way of them building their professional portfolio uh, and really exploring what their interests, their passions, and their professional goals are. Interesting. So is the capstone a requirement for honors students at ONU, but not for other students? Or do we find capstones with other majors as well? As of our particular university, uh, nearly every program has a capstone. I think every program has a capstone of some sort, but obviously it really just depends on what the, the program is as to what the capstone looks like. And for our honors program, then what they're doing is they're building on that that major capstone in a way that that adds a dimension to it or adds a new wrinkle. You know, I just realized um, I'm hoping that this podcast reaches people that are, you know, applying to college and, and, and they may be people who have never heard the term capstone before. So can you we backtrack a little bit and can you talk about what a capstone project is? So if you think about how education is kind of built, especially higher education, um, we're really trying to allow students to start with a, some basic knowledge and then gradually give them further skills. So it's not just memorizing material, but they're beginning to uh, be able to evaluate, build their own knowledge. And so you kind of ask, well, how is it that you're going to take all of these different ways of knowledge, uh, all these different ways of knowing things, put them together uh, in a way that makes sense and shows that uh, you're, you've kind of mastered a certain element of the field. And that's what a capstone is. It's, it's a, a bigger project. For us, uh, it's a project that typically takes a year, uh, and it shows that the student has gone from being a novice in the field to having uh, a command of, of what they need to do to take that next step as a professional. On a practical level, right, you can imagine what an engineer might do is, is uh, our engineers, they're working with clients or stakeholders, and they're showing how, you know, whether it's helping a robotics company figure out a new process or you know, somebody in pharmacy, they, they might be looking at uh, how different drugs uh, work, different drug interactions. For those of us in the humanities, typically it's doing a larger research paper, things like that. In addition to the capstone, are there other projects that are required for honors students? Or does it depend on the class? 
Yeah, it's just working within the classes. So, okay. and, and I think other, other honors programs, if we wanted to talk about different honors program, that is something that uh, different honors programs uh, do. And so depending on what their goals are and, and how the program is set up, they might have a, say, a, a civic engagement or service learning component project, or, or they might have some other uh, project. Uh, there's, there's lots of different ways of, of approaching honors education and the creativity that's involved is really interesting. All right. Now I'd like to hear uh, from Haley talk about the the student perspective. Haley, can you just start with why you chose to enroll in the honors program at Ohio Northern? Yeah, absolutely. I chose to enroll in the honors program because I'm somebody who really wanted to take my education a step further, not just within my major of pharmacy, but also like Dr. Klingerman touched upon that interdisciplinary aspect, seeing how other majors and other courses would impact my ability to become a pharmacist. Um, And then with that, I developed a support network of professors and other students who really encouraged me along that intellectual journey. Has it been all you hoped it would be? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I've gotten a lot out of the program and I'm looking forward to pursuing the next components of it further in my education. Michelle, that was a bit unfair to ask her when I was sitting there. (laughs) Put her on the spot. What are the benefits, Haley, that you've found of being in the honors program? Yeah, within our program specifically, I think we structured it to where you get a lot of benefits, not just academically, um, but also a little bit more on the social life as well. And with that, we have honors housing our freshman year um, that creates kind of like a cohesive learning environment. So students get to interact with their honors cohort from freshman year, live together, um, study together, hang out, play games together. Um, And so it really creates like that fostering like that learning environment. And then with our courses, we get the opportunity to explore our passions at a deeper level um, with the option to do honors projects in different courses of your choosing. You really get to take like that four step in planning out the project and working with your professor to do something that you're passionate about that you might not have had the opportunity to others otherwise. And then we also have leadership. And so our honors student advisory board works with Dr. Klingerman to kind of oversee the honors program and give students different opportunities to become involved on different levels in the honors program. That's cool. Can you tell me, have you done any projects yet? Do you want to talk about one of them? Yeah. um, So I did a general education contract in my intro to public health course. And with that, I have a passion for infectious disease pharmacy. And so I'm actually working with the professor to establish a student organization specifically for infectious diseases. And we spent like the semester researching different professionals and different laboratory experiments we could do that would appeal to the campus population as a whole to be able to teach them about that aspect of pharmacy. That's really cool. Very, very nice. I like uh, how you're using uh, what you're learning to actually apply it to something, right? As as Dr. Klingerman said, it's not just memorizing things, right? You know, you talked about the the honors housing. Do all the honors students? It's just is it just for freshmen? Yes. Okay. And how many freshmen are in the program? It seems like that would be small. I think about sixty five. Um, Dr. Klingerman might be able to correct me on that. Yeah, each year it's a little bit different. We we generally tend to have between 50 and 60. Is that for each class year or overall? In the freshman year, uh, there's about 160, 170 in the program overall. That's a pretty big program considering your, your student size, I think. Haley, do you want to talk about the housing? Is it better than the housing elsewhere? <laughs> I know that's often a perk. 
I mean, I never had like the option to live in like the freshman dorms. Um, but I really, really enjoyed the honors program housing because I got to interact with honors students in a variety of majors, which was super nice because being in an honors program, you want to interact with a lot of different people to get their perspectives on the world. And so being in some of those courses with them really changed how I look at my profession and seeing how their professions actually impact mine in order to make like the world a better place. Um, and I really enjoyed that because the courses that I found I struggled in, uh, there were other honors students that could help me out and vice versa. And then it was just like a really nice way to meet friends that weren't specifically in my major, but like getting to know more about the university as a whole. In addition to the living space, you mentioned that there were other, are there other social or service activities that you've engaged in as part of the honors program? Yeah. So we do some service activities to um, partnering with different local organizations around campus. Like we have like a nursing home. So we'll do activities for them or partner with the elementary school and teach like the elementary schools, different activities. And then we also have an honors student advisory board, which is like a governing body for the honors program. And so you can get involved in multiple different leadership positions. Um, so like we have community engagement that plan fun activities for the honors program, professional development that helps work on like LinkedIn workshops or networking. And then we also have the mentoring chair, which really established a program that would allow older students in the honors program to mentor younger students. And maybe like if they needed help with a course or they were looking for ways to get involved on campus, you could be that person that they could go to. Okay, let's talk about I have a pretty good feeling for what it's like being in the honors program at ONU. But now I want to talk about, you know, how you decide as a student, whether this is something for you, and also in terms of the college, how a college decides if a student's appropriate to be in an honors program. So maybe we could start with you, Forrest. Um, what criteria do colleges often use for admission to an honors program? You can imagine there's lots of different possibilities, <laughs> but most schools use a combination of uh, something like an essay that uh, students send in, Typically, that essay is unique to the program. So, for instance, for us, we have a we have a prompt that we put up every year for incoming students, uh, and then they also look at other elements of the application that they had for the overall university or college. So, GPA, standardized test scores, things like that. If a student enters as a freshman, is it in for four years, or are there certain criteria they have to meet each year? I imagine good academic standing, right? That's the main one. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. So again, for us, it's 99% of our students in the honors program come in as first year students. Uh, they apply when they're seniors in high school, and they're in the program for all four years. Uh, there is a possibility we always have uh, one or two students that join the program after they've come on campus. But most of the time, it's it, they're here for four years. And to stay in the program, it is like you said, just kind of maintaining good academics. Uh, and then also, uh, we like to see that they're continuing to have some activity or some involvement in the program. So occasionally, you'll have someone who's after their first year kind of drops off the radar, uh, is no longer active uh, in whatever form. And so those people are generally, you know, I sit down with them and, and ask them if they're still interested. And we kind of make a battle plan to get them back involved in the program. Or at that point, they might say, oh, um, I moved to something else. Uh, maybe I've got some other interests that I want to pursue. Haley, in terms of students, first time student going off to college saying, hmm, this is an option for me. But 
what should I really be thinking about? Um, so what questions should a prospective student ask before applying for an honors program? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that one of the main things is honor students tend to be a little more curious and a little self-motivated. And so one of the things is like maybe what other opportunities can I seek out? Um, Dr. Klingerman had previously touched on research or maybe if there's like a study abroad that you might be interested in that would really help you kind of connect your major or whatever you're learning to something that you're super passionate about. And then another thing might be like, what ways can I use the honors program to enhance my learning? Is there a way that I can get involved in something extra on campus that will really allow me to kind of explore that passion, kind of figure out where I want to take that? Haley touched on something that I think a lot of our honors students have. Uh, A lot of our honors students are really, really interested in a ton of different things. And part of being in the honors program is figuring out how to manage your time and, and be able to, to maximize the things that you're doing on campus and, and really use those opportunities to your advantage. So our honor students, they're participants in uh, student athletics and theater and music. They're in all sorts of different clubs and activities. Uh, and the honors program enhances a lot of those different things. But it also means that honor students uh, can be a bit stressed out because they're running around with uh, so many things on their calendar that it makes me tired just looking at them. <laughs> well, that that was another question. You know, who should not consider applying? Do you find that there are certain either majors or extracurricular activities that make it difficult for a student to do the extra work required in an honors program? So in my experience, most of the students that are interested in honors and will do well are already very, very busy, but have figured out some time management skills and kind of know how they study and how they work well. And so any student that feels like, yeah, that they're busy, but they have begun to figure out some of the strategies, those are great people to apply. Some of the students that perhaps shouldn't apply are the ones that say, I'm, you know, not interested in extra work. I want to try to do as, as little as possible. I find myself not very curious. Um, I mean, that's a big indicator. If you think, you know what, I'm, I'm just not very curious aside from these one or two things. Yeah, it might not be. I think the only thing that's structurally a problem for, for the honors program is occasionally we have students that are interested in undertaking a couple really large majors. And so if you're in a major that has a lot of credits, a lot of outside activities, and you want to pursue a second major that's very similar, it might be that you have so much going on in your curriculum already that the honors program might be difficult. Can you give me an example of what those double majors might look like? You know, it'd be it'd be the people that are in perhaps uh, music performance where there's a lot of ensembles and there's there's a pretty heavy credit load. And then being in something completely different, so there's no overlap. So, so maybe you're in, in music and then you're also trying to be a pharmacist. Right. And, and it's just, you can imagine music and a STEM fields, they can't double dip in classes. And there's, there's just a lot of prerequisite knowledge that you need for both of those fields. Those, those fields require you to have a real broad sense of the field. Uh, and so in order to do all that, and, you know, especially sometimes students come in with uh, some college credit, a lot of college credit, and they say, well, gee, I want to do this in three and a half years. Right. That just, it doesn't leave a lot of, a lot of space. So. Yep. Nope. That makes a lot of sense. This has been really helpful. I do have one question more for both of you. And that is, you know, with an, 
thinking about people who are considering honors programs, what would you say to students who are thinking about whether they should apply at their colleges? I would say for students who are super interested in honors and kind of already have developed like the self-motivation and curiosity to go ahead and pursue it because you might find that you have opened a completely different door within the honors program leading to an interest that you never knew you had. And I think that's a great way to like build like professional experience, but also become like more of a well-rounded student especially once you graduate, a lot of careers build on interdisciplinary knowledge. And so being able to take advantage of those opportunities while you're in school and while you still have time to learn and like really get depth on that is something that would be like super important. I don't know if you have anything else to add, Dr. Klingerman. Yeah, I do. I think people that should apply should recognize that they're applying for a process. And as a director, at least, what I really hope is that every single step of the way gives some added values, even if they don't complete the program or even if they decide after a year or two that, that perhaps they're going in a different direction. Whatever they did in the honors program has already given them some, um, some new tools, some new connections, some new relationships, some new ways of seeing in the world. And so even if, even if a student only takes those seminars, there's a lot that they can gain from it. Even if they do just the, the projects within the classes, there's a lot that they can gain from it. The program on a whole, I think, gives a lot of breadth to the education and gives some depth to the education. But each step of the way provides an opportunity for the student to explore their passions, I think, in a little bit of a unique way. Well, I really appreciate the both of you giving me your time today to talk through honors programs. I hope it's been helpful for people who will end up listening to this episode to determine whether they might want to apply for it at their colleges. Thank you both for your time today. Yeah, I'm just really happy that you invited us to be on the podcast. It was fun to talk a little bit about the ONU honors program. Yeah, thank you so much for the invitation. Thank you for listening to Connect, Collaborate, Champion. We want to give a special thank you to our producer, George Drake Jr. To learn more about the NACU campuses, visit nacu.edu.